Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I'm sitting in the tour van of Coleman Hell. Coleman, I'd love you to introduce yourself. Hello, listeners. I'm Coleman Hell. I'm a weird kid from Thunder Bay, Ontario. So we're in your tour van. I would love you to pick one object that's weird and strange and tell me a bit about it. That's weird and strange. I don't know if there's really that much weird and strange stuff. If I dig in the back, I don't know where they are, but I um, started this... Well, I didn't mean to start it out as a big thing, but I asked for a picture of Elaine Bennis on my riders, like the last tour I did through Canada, and I guess people caught on through social media, so I have a little collection of Elaine pictures somewhere in here buried from uh, all the shows in the States that left me one. So for people who don't know, <laughs> Elaine Bennis is... Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's an actress, but um, I'm mainly uh, in love with her character from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I think it's about time we play a Coleman Hell track. I'm going to play, guess what? Two Heads. Great. Good song. Good track. I'm going to think of the obligatory banjo question, but before I do that, we're going to hear the track. All right, here's Two Heads. There must be something in the water And there must be something about your daughter She said, I love you nothing but a monster My love ain't nothing but a monster with two heads
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Two Heads by Coleman Hell. Coleman, I'd love you to tell me a bit more about this track. This track is, I guess, an atypical love song. Not your um, run-of-the-mill fairy tale love song. It's about sort of being in a relationship that is far from perfect, but there's a lot of passion. Um something I've experienced a lot that I don't hear in other songs, so I wanted to make something that was more true to me and then just sort of infuse it with my upbringing from Thunder Bay, Ontario and add these sort of rootsy elements, which is the fake banjo that you hear in the song. Yes, here's the banjo question. I've heard that the banjo in the song is not actually a banjo. No, it's not. It's... Uh, played on a keyboard. It's a sample of a note on a banjo across a set of keys. So yeah, all my music is made via keyboard. So all you purists out there, don't get your hopes up coming to the show to see some authentic old man with a white beard playing the banjo. It's not happening. I don't know if that's good or bad. (laughs) No, I think it's good. I don't know. Um, it still it sounds pretty real. It tricked everybody. This song is the song that got you signed to a big label. What's it like to create a record now that everybody knows who you are from one song? It's a little daunting. Um, but I think the song at the heart of it was just made in my living room and released to the internet. So I'm just trying to not let anyone in on my process and keep making music the same way I did before all this happened because I think that's why people like it. If a genie came down and said, Coleman, you could have access to anything, any type of gear that would change what you do or offer you new challenges, what would that be? Any type of gear? Um, I don't know. Actually, one time I went and saw this Bjork concert and she had, at least this is what I thought it was, was this giant what appeared to be a Tesla coil and it was suspended above the stage and they would surge energy through it and it would make a tone and she would use it as the bass in some of her songs. And I thought that was kind of insane and weird. So maybe I'll get a giant Tesla coil if I can have anything. That sounds <laughs> that sounds sick. All right, I think it's time to play another Coleman Hell track. I'm going to play Take Me Up. Could you say something about the song before I turn it on? Um, this song is just about, I was going through some hard times when I first moved to Toronto and picked up some bad habits, and it's just sort of about a friend of mine that kind of helped me kick them, I guess. Friend, I gotta thank you for taking me
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Take Me Up by Coleman. Hal Coleman, I'd love you to tell me a little bit about writing this track. It was just sort of at a lower time in my life when I was kind of dealing with some substance abuse and I had a friend who was kind of helping me kick the habits and it's pretty crazy, you know, just having people in your life that care enough about you to kind of help you change and it was sort of, I guess, written as a tribute to the kind of friends you have that'll stick with you through anything and sort of take you up, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, you're lucky to have people like that in your life. Yeah, for sure. A reviewer said this about your track. They said, this is the type of music that you hear in a TV montage and it automatically makes you want to find out more about the singer or the creator of the song. That's interesting. It was in, that song was in Grey's Anatomy randomly, so maybe that's what that's about. Or I don't know if that's just a coincidence. Interesting. I think all great songs can make you close your eyes and think of movie scenarios to go with them. When you close your eyes and listen to this song, what are you seeing? It's probably not going to be a montage. Um, I think after now that it's written, it feels really kind of spiritual and almost kind of like a gospel song to me in a weird way. So I kind of just picture maybe like a gospel church scenario or something. I think just kind of people going down the line and like dancing and kind of like Holy Spirit moving through them kind of thing. That's what I see. (laughs) Nice. All right. I think that it's time we play another track. I'm going to play sitcom off your latest EP. I'd love you to tell me a bit about this. Maybe we can talk a bit more about Elaine Bennis. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's funny. I don't know if that's was related, maybe subconsciously. It was just about growing up. Uh, in a family where, you know, no one's family's perfect and just the times you spend together kind of just watching television, not communicating, avoiding your problems, and at the same time you're staring into this TV, this chasm of the perfect family and them working through their problems in a tight 30 minutes and maybe you're vicariously living through that in some way or just escaping in that world and I just found it so kind of ironic and weird and it always kind of bothered me growing up um my family's great but I mean just no one's perfect and I kind of that always resonated with me the the weirdness of that so I I wanted to write a song about that honey I'm home how was work I got dinner on the stove You call this dinner This is why we all get thinner It's alphabet soup so you can eat your words Oh, oh, they're laughing at me again I heard God's a stand-up comedian He's got a special on HBO And he does a lot of racial jokes Five stars from the critics but when I tell my jokes, I get crickets. Go figure, I'm just another hack with a sitcom laugh track playing in the back bend. Ooh, 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 Functional family sit so calmly while they bask in the 
Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard sitcom by a guy named Coleman Hell. I'm in his tour van right now. I'd love you to tell me your favorite sitcom. My favorite sitcom, hands down, Seinfeld. It's one of those shows that I watched so much growing up, and my mom loved it so much too. I would watch it with her, and then I like got older and actually understood the jokes because I don't even think I fully got all the the innuendos and and stuff like that when I was younger. And then now it's just like a comfort food, you know? If I'm stressed out and I don't want to think, Seinfeld's my go-to, you know? I could just watch like 10 episodes in a row and fall asleep. It's sort of just this weird thing. I don't even know if I'm really watching it. It's just sort of like this... um, therapeutic thing now for me. Coleman Hell, you've been on tour for a lot of this year, and you're putting out a record next year. Has touring enabled you to work these songs, change these songs? It's pretty great. Uh, It has. I've been playing... I'm trying to play the songs off the EP as well, but I have been playing a lot of the music off the new record and seeing people's reactions to it and maybe something goes wrong and we have to improvise something on stage and that ends up becoming part of the song and it's just a really good opportunity to work things out and I'm someone who's like I record in my house all the time the tour van has a visitor (laughs) hey there (laughs) didn't know y'all were in here that is Latch. That's one of my bandmates slash roommates slash best friends. Yeah. He's having a sig. Um, song with a new record. It's not out yet. It's called Northern Soul. We were performing it, and there's this part where we're running some track, I guess, and the track cut out. 
So we just kept playing. We were just playing the um, drum rhythm, which is kind of like a tribal tom uh, rhythm. And then the bass, the bass notes on a keyboard and started improvising this ending to it. Um, and kind of extended the song and people were really into it. And now we've just been doing that every show. So it wasn't really a planned thing, but now it's just kind of part of the live version. Um, I think when I get to be back in the studio again, I might add it to the real version, but yeah, it was, it's kind of an interesting, this sort of malfunction turned into like this jam that we have at the end of every show now. So it's kind of a cool uh, serendipitous thing. All right. I think that it's time to play a track. I want to play an older track. So I'd love you to pick an older track for me to play, or I'll pick one. You know what? I'm going to leave it up to you. You're the boss. All right. I'm going to pick All the Monsters. Oh. Tell me a little bit about that before we hear it. Nice. Um, that was a song I recorded last year. I put out an EP called Vena which is was sort of like a tropical disco um, EP. And what was really fun about that was shooting the music video. Me and my roommates, we bought all these materials and we made these masks and we rented a convertible and we just drove to New York, then to Montreal and back. And the idea was to just capture these monsters on this sort of weird road trip in this mysterious suitcase. And we were in Times Square, so it was super hectic. And everyone thought we were mascots. So there were all these children trying to get pictures with us when we were trying to shoot the music video. And all, like, the Spider-Mans and Batmans were getting all mad because we were, like, on their turf and they are trying to get us to leave Times Square. It was really crazy.
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard All the Monsters. That's an older track by Coleman Hell. I have Coleman here in his tour van in a dark, scary alley. <laughs> I'd love you to tell me a bit more about this track. It's an older song. It is a time where I was just singing in a really high falsetto. I kind of just did that for like a year straight. And it was pretty fun. And this is just a song from that era of my music. So, Coleman Hell, I was on the internet today. I found this great group. They're called Burns and Hell. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, digging up my my uh, skeletons out of my closet. Sweet. So you were once in a hip-hop act. I was. Actually, I still am a pretty good rapper, I would say. But, yeah, my friends, last name was Burns and my name was Hell. We were just like a lame Canadian red and meth. But it was fun. I, uh, I love rapping. I love... Um, it's actually that genre of music really made me fall in love with writing lyrics because there's so many, uh, there's so much more fun for a, a, a lyricist to write a rap verse, you know, because you're all these different rhythms and multi-syllabic rhyming stuff and wordplay. It's, it's a lot of fun. So I'm going to be playing the Burns in Hell track, Bill Murray, in the background. Oh what God. would you like to say about that track? I actually hate this song. We have some. We actually have some good songs, I think, from the past, but this is not one of them. Um, it's really stupid. It's basically... There is an era of rap music where people were just making songs that were people's names, and this was us, our foray into that style of song, and it's really stupid. But I love Bill Murray, though. So. Coleman Hell, thank you for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate your time. My last question is, you are from Thunder Bay, Ontario. For people who don't know, could you describe this small town in the north? It's a really remote place, so it's not very close to anything. The closest place is Winnipeg, and that's like 10 or 12 hours away. It's a really beautiful city. There's lots of nature. You can pretty much drive 10 minutes in any direction and go swimming or fishing and everyone has camps, or I guess they call them cottages when you're not in Thunder Bay, but we call them camps. And yeah, it's just a really, really beautiful place. It must have been a great place to grow up. Now that you're Coleman Hell, an international pop superstar, what's <laughs> one part of the small town boy that still survives and comes out every once in a while? I think my accent, everywhere I go, people instantly know I'm Canadian. And... Thunder Bay likes to party a little too much. People get a little too drunk. I think I have a tendency to do that still. I'm working on it, but yeah, we like to party. Lucky for you, that fits in with this new day job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we like. I got two other Thunder Bay guys with me too on tour, um, my bandmates, so get pretty rowdy. At the end of the show, I love the guest to pick one of their own tracks to play. So, your choice. Venezuela from the EP Vena that I put out last year because I really like that song. Um, it's one of my weirder songs, but I love it. And I think it's kind of more unknown by a lot of people. Great. Thank you very much for being on my show. Cool. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. <laughs>